Hello, pilgrims and travelers on the funny path of life. Me to make my first one. My first, I'm hungry. It's tricky to have a little dark space for this room to make it to the light. I don't know. The little heat that I have in the bedroom. So, on the, on the side of uh, vanity, I uh, weigh myself this morning. So basically, you know, uh, first thing in the morning. So pretty accurate. And then I realized that the other scale was more than likely not that accurate, 180 pounds. And I kind of, it kind of makes sense because my pants have been getting loose around the waist. And for a while, they were actually getting tighter. So, according to this morning reading, I'm about 167 pounds. So instead of 180, which is, it's uh, quite uh, relevant, wouldn't you say? And uh, that makes more sense. So I still have a. Uh, I still have a weight. Well, actually, that's not really why I'm doing what I'm doing with the food. But uh, I, on the vanity side, I can't deny it. I am definitely mindful of it. That uh, you know, the idea of losing, you know, about uh, I guess close to ten pounds is what I'm looking at. Yeah, close to 10 pounds. So, hmm, I guess let me raise the, raise the curtain. I mean, we're still in complete darkness here. You know, it's, uh, it's not eight. It's actually, I'm hungry sooner today, but uh, which is fine, I guess. Then again, I guess, of course, it's fine. Um, yeah, I think you can see it's pretty. Definitely my stomach growls <laughs> quite a bit. So, so far so good, you know, it's, it's not become unbearable. I'm also curious uh, to see if that again might have an effect on uh, masturbation. Uh, I mean, even though, you know, we're talking about, we are winter time now, you know, I'm not on a beach. So, you know, it's, there's a lot of factors. There are no pilgrims. So it's like, you know, my uh, my latest traffic, you know, is definitely diminished. But uh, lately, you know, as of late, uh, this has not really been the factor. You know, obviously, you know, being where I am right now, you know, in that kind of uh, lonesome place, you know, I think I'm going to be having some interesting, uh, interesting experience, you know, between... Uh, Between me, myself, and Irene, you know, there will definitely be boredom, of course, and I 
and I am I do struggle with uh, boredom so I guess let me go ahead and get a couple of uh, Clementine while I'm here um, yeah, I'm kind of a shepherd's dog you know who uh, who needs more who needs a job you know, not having a job is definitely a challenge for me at times so I'm pretty sure I'm going to read more you know I, um, there's a nice swing set outside you know so as the weather is you know maybe you still have a couple of weeks to we might still get cool here and there but you know it's uh, we are nearing awesome time here to enjoy the outdoors in Amsterdam so the light is wonderful you know we're pretty much back to sun now uh, for the foreseeable future so so I think yeah there will be more reading I'm reading uh I'm reading like my fourth or I think it's my fourth book from Michael Pollan The Botany of Desire uh, Enjoying, enjoying his writing. Of course, he talks about food, you know, our relationship with nature. So, he's an interesting writer on that front. And, uh, and of course, doing my reading in the morning, but that doesn't seem to translate past it. Uh, we got done with uh, The Power of Now, and then I'm going to read A New Day, I think it's called, by uh, Eckhart Tolle for my morning reading. Maybe we'll be looking at getting new books, which means I will have to. Oh yeah, I will have to look at. Um... There's a Wi-Fi in town, believe it or not. It's a small place, but they have a, a community of Wi-Fi. So I need to see if I can get lucky because I wasn't able to pick it up for whatever reason the other day. But uh, that will be my way to. Look up some books and get some new books on my iPad. I also realized yesterday that running in the afternoon wasn't a good idea, so it's going to be in the morning. So today will be my first day to do my running. I did find an amazing spot uh, yesterday, not well to run actually too, yes, which is more likely what we're going today. We have a run, pretty smooth, what looks like. You know, I have my flip flop on, but I think it's going to be a pretty smooth road to start uh, to start running on. You know, the one up here is a uh, it's kind of a rough asphalt, to say it mildly. So, mm, lentils, rice, veggie, a couple of clementines, and one hard boiled eggs. That's going to be my my first breakfast. Then I'll have. Uh, Oatmeal, and then uh, I will have more lentils and rice plus uh, my salad. Mm. Let me go back upstairs where it's warm, or at least oh, wrong place. And then I'll get uh, more cleaning. In the fridge to do. Okay, microwave. Um, 
and see if I can find a grater. I'd like to be able to grate some carrots. I'm pretty sure she has something like that. Do you want to see? I don't know. So yesterday, yes, I went to take a walk and I was kind of remembering um, a walking path leading the town by the gas station, if I remember, it was green. Ow! For my time with PR. I was like, let me see if I can retrace my app to it and that will be a good place to run. And I might still do that. And uh, basically, I stumbled upon this one. It just goes through the. It's a rugged bike separating fields of olive trees and it's, it's wonderful. Beautiful, the afternoon light. I think it was about. So I guess that was about a couple of hours. My afternoon walk. Oh. And then I got to, there's a hermitage called Anna, or Santa Anna maybe, I don't remember. And uh, and I walked there, so it was a nice, nice uphill. And then Torre del Campo, which is in one of the next time over. Uh, you could see it from that area. But there's, there was a bunch of cars, a bunch of music. So I didn't stay too long. So, you know, that's one thing about Spanish people, you know, they do get out, you know, and of course, when the weather is nice, like it is here, any of those places, and for the youth and families to come and enjoy nature, it's wonderful. So discovered, anyway, a new, a new pass. So I'll be putting on those shorts, eh, those running shorts that I kept with me. And then we'll give my first uh, little run today and see. Oh, we'll see. I'll do five to ten minutes. I mean, five minutes into the ceiling somehow. So I think I'll do five to ten minutes because I think my goal then will be around, uh, you know, around half an hour, 40 minutes, around that. Maybe once a week or so. Uh, anyway, let's see. Let's see how the legs are. Uh, I'm sure I'm, I'm going to get a pretty sore. You know, there's a, definitely a lot more uphill here. So looking forward to enjoying that, but it's challenging. Anywho, that's my first bit, but sorry, guys. My lentils and rice are warm, and I'm going to enjoy them. So we'll pick up the slack later. Y'all have a beautiful day. Hello again, fellow huh? travelers. Picked up, I guess, well, trying to. We'll see what comes of it. So, about the run this morning. So, I did about uh, two, ten minutes. Uh, surprisingly, it felt good. You know, it's been since July since I ran, so almost eight months. And, uh, in the past, you know, when I had break, uh, and when I had, when I took a break, um, it was definitely a heavy legs at first. And we'll see in terms of soreness, and you know, and right now I'm going up the hill, so it's going to be a, a climb for a while. So my walks also are, are hilly, are different than what I had in Hospital de Arvigo. So quite a few things to consider. 
but uh, it was nice, you know. Um, didn't have my five finger touch those got left on the Camino before, so went straight to barefoot after just one day back to barefoot walking, and uh, yeah, it was nice. I mean, I'm definitely more sensitive, you know. I am more bothered, bothered, bothered by more things, but uh, it felt nice. So I think I'll be doing it every every other day. Yeah, about three, four times a week for now. Twenty minutes sounds good, actually. Looking for more uh, more trails. I have an idea about another one tomorrow. I will explore it. Because this asphalt right here that I'm going on, there's a couple of downsides to it. One is the traffic. So if I could figure it out at which time of the day, possibly 10, 11 might not be so, such a bad time of the day. But uh, at times you have quite a bit of traffic going through here. Not quite sure where they're going, but uh, there is a town. Oh, anyway, it's, it's a way to reach Hamilena. Uh, don't quite understand it yet. And the quality of the asphalt, it's just harder on the feet. Uh, I have to watch out more where I'm going right now because I don't have the tolerance built in. I have lost, uh, I guess, those calluses. But it felt good. It felt good to run and came back, went to the store. I was able to. In Spain, sometimes you have those, like in Cadiz or Conil de la Frontera, it's not straightforward. You have some weird turn to make to get to where you need to go, all the town. So, not designed for cars, not designed for uh, uh, with that kind of uh, things in mind. So, it's challenging at first. It doesn't necessarily make sense. And, you know, this one definitely has some of that as well. And, uh, of course, being a pedestrian is a little easier than driving a car. You really have to, yeah, you need to know more. I guess Google more than likely does a pretty good job, I would think. And so I was able to find uh, my way almost all the way to Dia without the help of uh, Google. And just for one turn... I kind of needed it, and I think by now I got it, which is cool. Takes me by the church, which uh, for almost a second, for almost a second, I thought about going in, and I was like, no, I don't want to go in. There's nothing in there for me. You know, if I was in a, I'd say in an albergue or in a city with a lot of noise where we're staying, the church would be a nice place to go. Because be quiet. But, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, there's no spirituality in there for me to, to tap on. No spiritual sap to speak of. But anywho. So, so yeah, for now, back to running. Tomorrow I'll be doing the strength training. So, Take the pack, and I guess after doing that, I will wash those shoes, which I have traded. 
pilgrim had left his shoes on the shoe rack, and during the winter, uh, I guess for working in the field or whatever, I found them and I'm like, well, let me put those on. They look like it would be good for work, so I don't, uh, you know, damage mine unnecessarily. The one I had bought in Decathlon with Belen in uh, Coruña, and. Uh, this, I don't I have no idea what the market, the brand is. You know, the sole is in good shape. There is no tear. Uh, so they top notch, you know. And they're wide. The shoe box is wide, which is my problem with my, uh, the one that I bought from Decathlon. I couldn't find any. So I ended up leaving my uh, nicer Decathlon shoes there and then taking those. So who knows, maybe a pilgrim will find mine useful. But whoever it was, thank you. This is a lot more comfortable. I got two of my toes when they get too constricted. There's a growth, there's some kind of called a corn uh, on between the on the bone that grow out of it. And it gets to be very uncomfortable to the point where I have to have a kind of a gel, a dividing toe gel that you put in there. And that's okay, but this way I may not need that at all. Anyhow. So, tomorrow after my uh, my weight backpack walk, I'll get those washed nice and easy. I went to the garage looking for a blower to clean the driveway. Find a rake, which I started to clean all the all the leaves, there was a chunk of them to get some compost on one of the side of the driveway. Plenty of room there. And then uh, not finding the blower, I ended up using a broom and uh, there was a wide one, but I didn't like it more efficient than, uh, than the other one, but the handle is too short and I don't want to bend that much. So found the taller one less efficient but more comfortable and uh, playing a podcast with Kim William a cardiologist I went on my merry way the cool news is at the end of it there was a room in the back of the garage which is interesting it's almost like a, a safe with uh, metal doors you know which you can lock and in there Hallelujah, find the Holy Grail. So there is a leaf blower. I'm sure it's also a vacuum with a bag. So I'll uh, I'll be using that tomorrow to clean the driveway. And then I'll do some, uh, I'll trim some branches. There's the oleander who is completely encroaching on the driveway. And that's not going to change because the sun is looking for the sun. And the cedar are uh, completely obstructing it. So I'll have to I'll chat with uh, Pilar and see. But one could be I could just take some rope and then tie it to one of the cedar and take it away from the driveway without having to cut it. So that will be a temporary solution if she doesn't want any cutting. Then uh, 
made myself a nice salad. Uh, and I had my rice and beans in the front, and then the bread a little bit, starting a, um, my Honoré de Balzac. I guess it's Honoré, his name, huh? Balzac. Uh, who is uh, that's gonna be some slow progress. That's some heavy, uh, I guess, 20th century. I guess it can be 20th century, maybe no, maybe it's 19th century. Uh, French writer, poetic, but just the use of his language and any of his descriptions are can be tricky. All right, guys. I'm coming up on a junction here, though steeper at first, it doesn't matter. But this one will take me away from the car, so I think I'm going to take it. It's nice to have uh, have the hills. It's a fun traffic, actually. Day number three. Day number three in my uh, in my little cave here, yeah? my retreat. And like I mentioned, I I don't remember the last time I had this amount of uh, solitude. I was also reflecting on that yesterday, you know, feeling a little, you know, kind of sad of being alone, and I guess a part of me feeling sorry for itself. And then realizing, would you rather be back in hospital? And the answer is a resonant, of course not. Resounding, sorry. Resounding, no. Of course not. Of course there is no regret. I would suspect one part has to do with change. You know? I mean, though it has been a very smooth transition, it's a little hazy. Uh, there's some, but when I'm looking ahead, there's a, yeah, I doubt it's pollution, but there's some kind of a haze. I don't know what it is. But, you know, change again. And so, you know, here I am implementing this change. I think something that's also helped. So here I have no Wi-Fi. So, you know, I have my cell plan. Again, no hotspot. So the bummer is, uh, oh, my iPad is good for here. It's reading my books. And I have this silly kind of a uh, Mahjong type game that I like. I like those kind of matching tile type deal and then timing it. And uh, that is it. The rest is useless without the uh, Wi-Fi. So, you know, I'll be watching movies, but you know, I had a, a very low data plan in uh, Hospital de Olvigo because they had very good Wi-Fi. So I use the Wi-Fi for just about everything. And so I had to change my data and uh, And of course, a part of me, you know, being uh, the tickler in terms of uh, the stingy financier, 
you know, for a second I was like, well, then I'll just do less, you know, which will be fine. But I was like, no, 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 you know, I want to, I want to watch movies. I mean, I'm, I found this YouTube channel on Japanese, which, uh, well, she was debating about getting the books. They actually, they actually look like fun. It's a five, five book series from this guy who moved to Japan when he was 12. And, uh, interesting feedback. I, I saw a video about a gal talking about it and it sounds right up my alley because I like to go slow. Uh, and, uh, interesting. I've never been here. And so, yeah, to watch that, of course, I watch Portuguese video, also Italian, and then movies. And so, basically, I bumped up my plan. I took the, the highest plan they offered, you know, which is about seven times, I guess, you know, what I was paying. And again, it's nothing like what you pay in the U.S. Uh... Yeah, it would be a lot more. So, can complain as well. Okay, so there is a trail here also. So I can go straight, I can take a sharp left, a V left. I think for now I'm just going to keep straight, see where it goes. But there is a sendero, which means a trail veering off right there. Cool, cool, cool. I don't think there's going to be much traffic where I am right now. So I'll take that. Uh, I don't know about running on there. I don't quite see that feasible. But that's okay. I have the other part. The other road. Also something I find out. Sorry, I think I finished about the Wi-Fi. So I basically took the plan. And we'll see how it goes. And yesterday when I went on that uh, walk, meandering along the olive trees, uh, turns out the Mozarabe Trail go through here so on this way to Merida so I don't know if we are before Jaén or after Jaén here but there was yellow arrows and something saying Mozarabe Camino and I was like dang it this is the Camino because I was thinking of uh, at the end of spring to leave from here you know the pack and then bam you know, hide the kids or whatever, and then uh, take off from here, which I really like the idea, but uh, having to go back to Barcelona with a passport changed everything. So that's not going to happen. Or if it was, that would mean for me to, to shoot up, to leave like in April, I guess, which could be a possibility. I could still stop. Yeah, I would still start to do a stretch from here, actually. But anyway, regardless. It was cool. It was like, dang it. You know, I'm uh, close to the Camino again. Interesting. Interesting. So I had to, I don't know, I lay down for, I don't know how long, but less than usual. Actually, wasn't tired, but then I realized, you know, it was getting like three o'clock, and uh, I still have about five, six hours to go, 
and you know being up at four so i lay myself to sleep and putting a ramdas took a nap a part of me feels like i don't have my voice yet you know i'm still playing it safe you know i'm still within that mentality herd in terms of what the message is uh, this is gorgeous this is way this is way steeper than than the road but <laughs> this is wonderful wonderful and no cars wow yeah i've already gained uh, i don't know Quite a, quite a few meters in a short stretch here. Whew, can't hold the jacket off. Whoa, starting to sweat. And my skin is getting damp. So I feel like, uh, yeah, I feel like I have not, I haven't found that voice yet. There is still something in me that's not clicking. And though the experiences that I have, that I feel, and there is a gap between the experience and the ability to communicate it. And whether it be understood or not, that's irrelevant. But to feel that ability to express that which I'm feeling with that ambivalence, you know, with that ambiguity. And uh, I think that was part of what I was doing too when I was writing, I was kind of looking for that. Oh, <laughs> what do we have here? Are those deer? Yeah, yeah, three looks like white tail. Yeah, three deer. I guess a mother and two kids. Sorry guys, I'm sure oh there is one more up here. Oh two more at least. Well I guess you're okay now. I think the hunting season is over. Yeah. This is a very nice climb. Very nice climb. Wow. The view is uh, breathtaking. Reminds me of going downhill after uh, Mazarin uh, when you are uh, Acebo. I think it's going to Acebo on the kind of French Camino. Yeah, but you go to the Iron Cross, and then when you drop down, but here it's just blanketed with olive trees. So I can see uh, Hamilena down below, and then I see nothing. Well, I mean, there's human signs everywhere because of the olive trees, but no. Well, there's some kind of uh, towers in the distance on the left, but it's quite. Uh, Looks quite natural. So we'll see where this bad boy is taking me.
you know, of course, still in the honeymoon period, you know, we're actually organizing. There's no more organizing because obviously I don't want to disrupt too much. This is not my house, but I have uh, moved things around in a bedroom and the kitchen as well. And I'm going to keep, you know, cleaning all the shelves. And I'll really keep reorganizing a little bit. And walking outside as well, doing a little landscaping, but again, there is no, there are no expectations. This uh, house was gladly offered to me, which I'm very grateful you know, that it happened so uh, effortlessly. That's also something interesting in my life, you know, since the beginning of the Camino symbolizing the change of approach to life in terms of what necessary uh, energy expenditures you know we only have so much energy in any given day and how we choose to has to do with what we value and so regardless of what we think at the end of the day what we do and the feedback we get from life from our point of view, is uh, as a direct correlation to who we are at this point in time, regardless what we're saying, what we're thinking, that I choose to believe because I don't believe in victimhood. So this has nothing to do with pain. It still hurts. It's still, you know, life is still painful. It's still brutal. You know, there's still horrifying things that I experience in life that I hear about. But uh, I want more and more to learn to to include them all instead of saying this is wrong. That I don't want. I don't want that point of morality. And less and less, you know, I'm uh, interested in it, which makes it hard. Again, that's another thing that makes it hard to to relate to other most other human beings because most people take a stand. You know, they have a point, they have a place where they think they know. And uh, I'm not interested in that. I don't find it that useful in my life. Number one, I know that my understanding will keep evolving. What I take for granted today won't be tomorrow. And whether it takes a day or months or a year, or most of my life is irrelevant. The point is, life is change. You know, nothing is permanent. And I have a, yeah, I tend to lean on the, on the Buddhist side. You know, the, one of the problem is, you know, attraction and repulsion. I want that, I don't want that. And then the subsequent battle that ensues, when you try to, I want to keep having that experience and I want to keep not having that experience. And, uh, you know, as I walk in cities, you know, there's this image that is just very telling to me about seeing this woman, like I did this morning when I went to Dia, the local grocery store. Uh, you know, she's cleaning her sidewalk, you know, in front of a house. And she's doing a very nice job. But it's like, you know, just, you know, that segment. 
and of course it makes sense and I more than likely would do the same, you know, but there is something so poignantly funny and silly about it, you know, about that kind of a boundary, you know, that kind of a separation, you know, when it comes to that we are within olive trees. I guess we're entering into a olive field again. This is very nice. There's not one soul here. That was a nice steep climb. Oh, I have a choice here, guys. I can go left over here to the right. Left for today. That's the right next time. And this is very nice. Yeah, this is going to be my uh, my afternoon walk trail here. Sorry, guys. I just, uh, I, I just, oh yeah, I enjoy more the company of olive trees, eh? los olivos, eh? que, que la gente. Or oh, animals too. I enjoy. I feel, I feel more comfortable. There are so few people around whom I would like to be. So there was something interesting about that, you know. And again, there's nothing wrong. It makes complete sense. I understand it completely. I mean, here I am cleaning the driveway, you know. And I'm not going to go on down, pass the gate, and then clean uh, the road. But the symbol of it in terms of, you know, the energy or what it takes for that, or actually why it's done, you know. Some of it could be because of others trying to please others or trying to to maintain some sort of a reputation or having some standard, you know, to display, to prove to the community, whatever it, whatever the case. But the point is, we don't, we're not really that aware about how all our energy is spent and how we are justifying spending that energy. Think I barely can think of myself when I was younger. I don't, I don't even really recognize myself. But you know the kind of thing that I was doing. It was so on cruise control, yeah, automatic pilot. Just what I thought. That's that's what it was at the level. Just what I thought. Looking at the world and okay, that's that's what makes sense. That was it. And now a lot of what I'm doing actually, you know, some is driven by boredom because I have so much time. I have so much time on my hand. It's a lot of it. And I do enjoy. I do enjoy being physically active. So looking at something to do. Uh, I think I will go down to the city and next week after going to Hain, which I'll go to Wednesday, so that'll be like, a, I don't know, it's like around I don't know, 12 or so kilometers to go there one way. So I'll at least walk there. We'll see if I walk back or if I'll take the bus. Not a big deal. 
I just have to figure it out where the first station is, but I'm gonna take this uh, headset. Oh, there is, uh, maybe it's uh, Torre del Campo. Torre del Campo, I think, down below, possibly. I'm trying to think from yesterday where I was in that uh, uh, Santana. No, it wasn't Santana. Was it Santana? I don't know. We're quite high. Olive trees as far as the eye can see. Oh my goodness. I mean, I don't know. We're talking about hundreds of kilometers in other direction. And it's olive trees, olive trees, olive trees. So yeah, who, what I was doing, how I was making sense of the world when I was younger and, uh, you know, um, there is definitely, I think, more frustration now because I, I feel so clueless, you know, about so much. Uh, I don't... Life to me makes less and less sense now than before. You know. And in a way, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Even just thinking about me, thinking about going to India. And that's kind of, oh, that's going to be a nice turnaround here. It's a quite steep going down here. So that's going to be enjoyable going up. Just thinking about, you know, going to India. Yeah, I'll just go to India. You know, I don't want to go. I don't want to go back to France. Um, I thought of Italy, but yeah, there's just no... No. It doesn't, it doesn't resonate. And uh, having those few encounters and being like, yeah, India. Because I'm like, again, I don't know, you know, that, that remains to be seen. That's still in the background. Uh, but I will start the process pretty soon. Maybe even when I am in the in high and I find a, a, a place to cheer with the iPad and do some work there to reconnect with Oroville. But uh, there is kind of like uh, almost, <laughs> I don't know, indifferent in, in terms of uh, what normally has to take place in my mind in order to make decisions. You know, though to the, to the bystander, it may look like impulsive but there is quite a long process a lot of small steps have taken place before i jump and yes some of my jumps you know can be can be quite dramatic and sometimes you know i'm pushed so you know some of that is definitely life sometimes like uh, when glenda uh you know asked for the divorce and uh Not being able to stay in North in uh, North uh, California in that uh, Buddhist retreat center. Well, quite a few, you know. <laughs> Those are not. I don't feel like they are my decisions because it became this pressure, this internal pressure. Well, with Glenn, obviously, it was her. It wasn't me. But in California, you know, I could have uh, asked to be demoted, basically, and say I don't want to be responsible, and then. 
I just want to come and help, but I don't want to be responsible. I think, oh man, that's going to be a very nice backup. And uh, but you know, I'm a pragmatic person. Of course, my needs are not many. So, but you know, it's kind of like looking at a shelter and. Uh, And it's of course evolved now that I'm not working. So being mindful, being definitely very stingy when it comes down to finances, and, you know, looking for a place where I do not have to spend or where the least money could be spent. So that process is taking place. In the end, it's not the most important, but it is relevant and it is taken into account when I'm making decisions. Definitely a rational process to all of that. But all of that is superseded by the emotional, the feelings, or whatever you want to call it, the intuition. Okay, so here I cannot go uh, straight. I go right, I cannot go straight. And that is the most important. And more and more and more, which didn't used to be. Or I have to have I had to have this amazing amount of pressure to yield to that side of my, uh, of what makes sense of me, that part of it. I think I was way more leaning on the, on the rational side of Anthony. And of course, uh, the overwhelming quantity of failures have forced me to, or have, yeah, have kind of taken me to, have brought me to the place where it's like, yeah, this is not my best asset. I'm not using my best skill. So let's do something different. You know, it's not yielding the results. And so here I am now, you know, in this exploratory Camino, doing things completely different, you know. And there is definitely a, a component which I had not foreseen, anticipated, or considered which only came with the experience with actually, you know, the idea only once you've closed that door, the new one can open type deal. Once you've made the decision and you've made your move, sometimes things get put into place that were not there before. You know, like me not being able to, to think about the future, me uh, not being able to, To think about, uh, you know, having a house, having a work, to 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 feel the this material weight and having trouble to, you know, to add things to keep going on that minimalist road. So the extent to which that's going, it's was not foreseen. You know, and I keep looking. A part of me is like, I keep looking for a home just past the junction to the right, but I'm going to keep going uh, on this trail here. So, you know, I'm still, I'm still confused, I'm still frustrated in terms of the part of me that likes to make sense of things. You know, that part is, hasn't gone anywhere. And like I talked about that to Pilar, you know. 
of course I try to make sense of her, you know, in my life about this person that I'm crazy about and there is no reciprocity. You know, what do I make out of that? And I can't, you know, it makes no sense. And uh, the one thing that would make sense would be to cut all ties and then not, uh, yeah, to call it, to call it a day. But that's not the model that I'm using now. And that's another thing that makes us special. And here I am veering on the pillar. Yeah, it's, oh, sage. That's some sage here, I think. Let me see. Well, maybe not. No, it doesn't smell anything. That's not sage. It looks like sage, though. I don't know what that is. I am not on firm ground, I guess, is what I'm trying to say in so many words. Definitely, Pilar is a, is a symbol of that in terms of a paradoxical life, you know? Even though it doesn't make sense on one level, it resonates on another. And uh, that's enough. That's enough for now. And it's not painful anymore. It was painful for quite a while, but it's not painful, you know, to, uh, I would call it beautifully painful, you know, to be with Pilar. It's, it is fine now. It really is fine. The, the grieving period is over. Uh, you know, there are no more handcuffs, emotional handcuffs. I can be with her, you know, like I was thinking, if we were here together, you know, there would be more than actually more things that I would be doing on my own. You know, before I was <laughs> wanting to be around her. It was just like a fucking child, a baby looking for a tit to suck on. You know? This is a beautiful trail. My goodness, what a place. What a place. And it is, you know, it's it's always the same thing, you know. It's as you're moving on, as you're evolving, you're not who you were. So you can't really appreciate, you know, what you've done. I think sometimes when I talk to people, when I have those uh, those special connections, you know, people with whom something in me opens up and it's wonderful to share. And uh, then I become aware about how much lighter I have become. And I guess in a way freer from that other part of me that just restrains, want to restrain everything. And I do sense a lot of that in the world. That most people are driven by fear that 
whatever it is that happiness it's kind of a luxury that comes second and I understand it completely many people have to me that's exactly what I'd be doing and I would feel just fine about it and if somebody was to come and talk like I'm talking right now I would think they were a bozo like I remember this couple talking about you know plant-based eating well they look like shit too actually they kind of look that uh, that test case for macrobiotic they look gray ashen not very nice <laughs> i was at 220 hopper working in the kitchen and there were the i think it was a nephew i think there was him there was a couple but it was it was a nephew of one of the residents and they came a few times and you know it was fine but uh, the idea about what you don't eat meat what the f- it made no sense and again, even what I'm doing makes no sense. But I don't need it to make sense anymore. I can't explain where the shift occurred, what changed, because it's not a conscious choice. I mean, I played a part, but I can't tell you where my part ended and then where that new thing took over. That I have no idea. I have no idea. But here I am on a Sunday late afternoon on a beautiful sunny day among pine trees, well, pine cones, on that deserted trail. I have left the olive trees now, it's just uh, wild nature. It's a very nice trail. Very nice trail. I've never been on it when I went to Pilar. But it's very, very nice. I'm going to keep going further. Uh, well, it looks like I'm making a, a loop anyway, so we'll see. That may actually bring me back from another side, back to Hamilena. So I don't know if I'll. Uh, backtrack it or not anyway regardless yeah I think I'll just enjoy it all quiet for a while so my friends that will be it for this one I will uh, oh uh, that's a long one anyway so I will leave it at that. I wish you all a beautiful Sunday and uh, buon camino wherever you are and wherever it may take you.